Okay, it says in this week's Pasha, Pasha's Vayishlach, Yaakov says to Esav, it says in Perak Lamed Beis, chapter 32, Pasuk Hey, number 5, Vayitzav, Oisam, Lamor. This is the message that he sent to Esav. Kosam run la adoini le Esav. So you shall say to my master Esav, Ko Amar Abducha, so says your servant Yaakov, im loven garti. I have lived with Lavan, and I've delayed until now. So Yaakov is sending a message to Esau that the reason why he hasn't met with him until now is because he's delayed. He's been delayed in, in, in um, Lavan's house. Rashi, in the second explanation here, says, which we've talked about before, Dovarachar says, Rashi, Garti, the word that I have, that I have lived with Lavan, Begimatria Taryag. It is, it is the numerical equivalent of 613. 613, we know, is the famous number. As the Gemara tells us in Tractate Makas, that there are 613 mitzvahs. Page, the Gemara says, Tractate Makos, page 23b, that there are 613 mitzvahs. So the, he, the, the word garti that I've lived with love on is gematria, is the same numerical equivalent as 613, which is the 613 mitzvah. So what is the message here? It says Rashi, Kloimar, Yaakov is saying, in love and harosha garti. I live with love and who's evil, v'tarek mitzvah shamarti, and I've kept the 613 mitzvahs, and I did not learn from his evil actions. Medrash Agoda, this is what the Rashi is quoting, that the, the, the Medrash says. So the obvious question here is, which can have many answers, we'll repeat the question again is, is that how is it possible that Yaakov can keep the 613 mitzvahs? How can he keep the 613 mitzvahs? It is before the giving of the Torah, it's before Matan Torah. Yaakov Avinu, according to, it's a machloikis, it's a dispute amongst the achroinim, um, whether or not the Avos had a din of Bnei Noach, Yaakov was the, the descendant of Noach. He was not a, a, a Yid, a Jew, in a technical sense of the word, because he did not yet, the, the, the Sinai experience had not yet occurred, and therefore he was not obligated in the 613 mitzvahs. He did not keep the 613 mitzvahs. And even though the Gemara says in Yuma, on page 28b, the Gemara here says, it says like this, it says the Gemara that Avraham Avinu, Avraham, our forefather, Zakin v'yoshev v'yeshiva haya. Avraham Avinu was a Zakin, he was a, a Tamar Chochem, he was a Torah scholar. V'yoshev v'yeshiva, he said in yeshiva haya, shenemar v'avram Zakin bo bayomim. And Avraham was a Zakin, he was a, a scholar, bo bayomim. Yitzchak Avinu, Yitzchak, our forefather, Zakin v'yoshev v'yeshiva haya. Yitzchak was a Yeshev B'Yeshiva. He, 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 um, he also sat in Yeshiva. He was also a Torah scholar. Shinemar, Vayik Zokin Yitzchak, when Yitzchak was old, was, was, was old the same word Zokin. Right? The Gemara tells us that the word Zokin, the word old, which means elder, can mean a Chacham. The Gemara tells us this in Tractate Kiddushin on page 32b. So the Gemara now continues here in Yuma 28b, Yaakov Avinu Zakin Vyoshi Vyeshiva. Yaakov Avinu was also a Zakin Vyoshi Vyeshiva. 
Shinemar Veini Yisrael Kovdum is Zokin. And that and Eliezer Ever Avram, Eliezer the servant of Avram also Zokin Vyoshi Vishiva Haya. He was also a Zokin Vyoshi Vishiva Shinemar, as it says in the Pasak, Avraham Vayomer Avraham El Avdoi, Zakan Besoi Hamosha Bukola Shelo. So here they are all called Zokin, both Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov. Uh, Eliezer are called Zakin. The word Zakin can mean an elder, mean a Tamar Chacham. It says that they all sat in Yeshiva and they studied Torah. However, when the Gemara comes and says that about the keeping of the mitzvahs, so the Gemara here says, Amar Rav Kayim Avraham Avinu Kola Kula. Avraham Avinu kept the entire, Avraham Avinu kept the entire Torah. And it doesn't say, and the, the Gemara learns this from a pasuk in Parshas Vayera, which Rashi there in Parshas Vayera quotes, that Avram Avinu kept the 613 mitzvahs. However, the Gemara does not say that all the rest kept the 613 mitzvahs. There's two ways that we can look at this Gemara. One way we could say is that the Gemara is telling us that Avram Avinu kept all the mitzvahs and so did all of his progeny, so did all of his children also. They also kept all the 613 and 13 mitzvahs, right? Or we could say that Avram Avinu is the one who kept the 613 mitzvahs and the rest of the progeny did not keep the 613 mitzvahs. And that is actually one of the possibilities that is entertained by the Ramban in Parshas Vayera. There he says that Avram Avinu is the one who kept the 613 mitzvahs, but the rest didn't. So for example, for example, Yaakov Avinu married two sisters and the Torah prohibits the marriage of two sisters. So Yaakov Avinu did not keep the 613 mitzvahs. Maybe he kept some of the mitzvahs, but he did not keep the 613 mitzvahs. Now this idea, of course, is subject to debate amongst the scholars, which we've discussed in previous podcasts and previous lectures, classes we've discussed. But the simple, the way that we're going this evening is, is that is that Avraham Avi, that Yaakov Avinu did not keep the 613 mitzvahs. And if he did not keep the 613 mitzvahs, what is he saying in this Rashi, in this Ekspasha, that I kept the 613 mitzvahs? That is the, that is the question. So the sentence, again, that Rashi says is that he was telling Lovan that I kept the 613 mitzvahs. And I did not learn from the evil actions. Where did I keep the 613 mitzvahs? I kept the 613 mitzvahs in Lovan's house. And I did not learn, I did not learn from his action, from his evil actions, from whose evil actions? I did not learn from Lovan's evil actions. So the question here is, the question here is, is that, is that what does that have to do? What does one have to do with the other? What is the fact that Yaakov kept the 613 mitzvahs have to do? What's the juxtaposition with him saying that he didn't learn from the evil actions of, of Lavan? There's two separate things. One is he kept the mitzvahs. The other one is, is that he didn't learn from Laman's evil actions. Why, are they, why is he saying this in the same sentence? So, two, so in summary, we have two questions. Yaakov tells Esau that he kept the 613 mitzvahs and that he did not learn from the evil actions of Laman. Then first question is, is that how could Yaakov, Yaakov did not keep the 613 mitzvahs? Question number two is, Let's say he did keep the 613 mitzvahs. And what does that have to do with him not learning from the evil actions of love? And those are the two questions that we have for this evening. So the, let's 
review what we've said before about the statement of that I did not learn from his evil actions. There's two ways to explain that. And those, those two ways are quoted or, or said by uh, the Kovetz Ma'amorim, the Rabbi Khan and Wasserman. One is, he says, Zon. One, he says, in the name of the Kovetz Chaim. The Kovetz Ma'amorim, Rabbi Khan and Wasserman. Rabbi Khan and Wasserman says, Rabbi Khan and Wasserman says that, um, Rabbi Khan and Wasserman says that, how you doing, David? You're here in the class? Yeah, sorry, Rabbi, I'm a little late. Okay, we started, so just, just uh, if you have any questions, ask them We're in the middle. So Rebel Khanan Wasserman says that Lavan, again, is talking, Yaakov is talking to Esav, and he's telling him that he did not learn from his evil actions. So there's two ways to explain that. One way is to explain that is to say that he did not, he was not influenced, right? Lavan was an evil person. Lavan was an evil person. And Yaakov is saying that he was not influenced by his evil actions, meaning that Lavan did not rub off, as we would say in colloquialism. Lavan did not rub off on, on uh, Lavan did not rub off on Yaakov. There was no, he did not learn from his ways. He did not become depraved like Lavan was. Yaakov uh, was steadfast in his commitment and, 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 and his, his uh, service of, of, of Hashem. That's one way. That's, that's the simple explanation of this. The second way, as we said, is, is that he's saying that I should have learned from his evil actions, meaning that Yaakov is saying that the same passion that love and put into his evil, the same, um, the, the, the same effort, the same sacrifice that love and put into achieving whatever it is that he wanted to achieve, Yaakov observed that, but he did not learn to put the same passion in his service of Hashem. So one explanation is, is that he is giving, Yaakov is giving himself a praise. He is saying, Yaakov is giving himself a praise. He's saying that I was not influenced by the actions of Laban to be evil. The, one, the second explanation is, is that Yaakov is giving himself a criticism, is that he's saying that I did not learn, that I did not, that I, that I did not learn to be as active, as dramatic, as, as, pursuing, as uh, pursuing, as passionate about my learning Torah, about my learning Torah, about my, about my commitment to serving Hashem, the same way that Lovin was committed to his evil actions, the passion that he put into his evil actions. Those are the two ways to learn that. And as a matter of fact, this is what we, we quoted the Birchas Yitzchak in Parshas in in um, in uh, Parshas Toldos, the Birchus Yitzchak says, we know the famous pasuk when the Torah um, the, the Torah when the Torah contrasts Lavan and and Yitzchak, the Torah says when the Torah contrasts Lavan and Yitzchak, the Torah says the following: the Torah says that Yaakov was a Yoshev oil each time Yoshev Oilim, he sat in the tents. And he was a perfect person, as we just quoted the Gemara. And Yuma says that Yaakov studied Torah the entire day. But uh, Yitzchak was an East Sayed. He was a man of hunting. Ish Sadeh, he was a man of the field. So the Birchas Yitzchak harps on the fact that the word Ish is being used, a man. What does the word Ish mean in, 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 in this context? So the Birchas Yitzchak says that Yaakov learned from Esau. 
that Esau was a positive influence on Yaakov. Yaakov says, Yaakov observed the behavior, Yaakov observed the behavior of Esau, that he was an Esau there. Esau means he had command of the field. He had command of the hunt. Esau put a lot of effort into being an expert hunter, into knowing the ins and outs of the field. And so Yaakov said, if he puts that kind of passion into his work, I'm going to put that kind of passion into my study of Torah. And that's why the Torah calls him also an ish. Um, uh, the ish, ish tam, Yoshev Oilim. The same way that Esav was an ish, the same way that, that he matched him. The same way, the same effort that Esav put into the actions, into the things that he did, Yaakov put the same effort into the things that he did. So Esau, Yaakov was successful in matching the passion of Esau, but here, according to the second explanation that we are saying, Yaakov was not successful in matching the passion of Lavan. Okay, so just to review, what we have here, and also for your benefit, David, what we have here is just to review, is that Yaakov tells Esau, Yaakov tells Esau that I lived with Lavan and I kept the 613 mitzvahs. So we asked, Two questions. Question number one is that Yaakov did not keep the 613 mitzvahs. So how could he tell Lavan that he kept the 613 mitzvahs? How could he tell um, Esau that when he was in Lavan's house that he did keep the 613 mitzvahs? That's question number one. Question number two is, is that he says, I did not learn to his evil actions. So the question number two is, what does that have to do with the fact that he kept the 613 mitzvahs? And an addendum, right, addendum to the second question is, whichever way you learn, whether Yaakov is critic- uh, praising himself, saying that I was not influenced by Lovin's evil actions, or whether Yaakov is criticizing himself by saying that I did not learn from, a- from Lovin the same way that I learned from Esau, either way, what does that have to do with the 613 mitzvahs that he says that he kept, which we're asking that he didn't keep in Lovin's house? Is that clear, David? You hear this? Okay, good. Fine. So yeah, Rabbi, I did. I, I had it on mute, so I didn't interrupt you. Okay, good. Fine. So these are the two questions that we have. So let's answer the first question. Let's answer the first question first, and the second question second. Uh, but we might not explain it in that order. But let's give it a try, and that's going to bring us to the title of our class, which we already, which we already basically uh, said, and that is like this: is that is that. It doesn't really say that Yaakov kept the 613 mitzvahs, and this is something that we're adding that's new. It says the Lashon of Rashi, the expression of Rashi in Hebrew is, Vitariag mitzvah shamarti. Vitariag mitzvah shamarti means that I kept, I, I kept or protected the 613 mitzvahs. Right? If you take a look in the Gemara and Yuma that we said, that when it says that Avram Avinu fulfilled the 613 mitzvahs, the Gemara's expression is, Amarav Kayim Avraham Avinu. Avraham fulfilled the 613 mitzvahs. Fulfilled means that he actually did them. But Shomar doesn't mean did them. Shomar means that he protected them. Or he, he, he made sure... Right? It's, a, it's like the word shomer. And shomer is the same thing. What's a shomer in modern Hebrew? It means a guard. 
So a guard that stands in front of a in front of a doorway, he is protecting what's inside the doorway. So Rashi, the, the Yaakov is saying that I protected the six hundred and thirteen mitzvahs. He's not saying that he fulfilled them. So what was our question? Our question was. Our question was, our question was what that Yaakov was saying to Lavan. I kept the 613 mitzvahs. And our question was that Yaakov did not keep the 613 mitzvahs. The answer is, right. He did not keep the 613 mitzvahs. I, why was he telling Lavan that he kept the 613, why was he telling Esau that he kept the 613 mitzvahs in Lavan's house? The answer is he never told him that. He never said that kiyamti. He never said I fulfilled them. He said shamarti. He said I kept them. I protected them. I didn't actually keep the 613 mitzvahs, but what did I do when I was in Lovin's house? What I did was shamarti the 613 mitzvahs. So what Yaakov was saying is like this. Yaakov was saying prophetically that he had prophecy. You know that we know that Yaakov had prophecy as we see in last week's Pasha with the Sula Mutzavarza that, ya- that there was a, there was a, that Yaakov had a vision, a prophetic vision. Hashem spoke to him. Yaakov had prophecy. Yaakov knew the future. Like the Gemara, for example, says in Menachos, I am um, uh, not sure, is it 29b or 28b? The Gemara says, in, I think it's 29b. The Gemara says in Menachos that Moshe Rabbein, Hashem showed Moshe Rabbeinu the future. He saw Rabbi Akiva learning Torah with his students. Yaakov Avinu saw the future. Yaakov Avinu knew. Yaakov Avinu knew that there were going to be 613 mitzvahs. And even if we're not going to say that, and we're going to say the previous explanation which we said, and that is that Avraham kept the 613 mitzvahs. So he knew from his grandfather there was such a thing as 613 mitzvahs, even though he himself didn't keep it because he had two sisters. Mm-hmm. So Yaakov Avinu was saying like this, I was in Lovin's house and I, I developed a family. I have a family. I have the family which is going to be the root, the foundation of the Jewish people who will receive the 613 mitzvahs. None of my children are, none of my children are compromised like it was with Abraham, with Yishmael, like, like it was with, like it was with, with Yitzhak, with Esau. Yaakov's children were all shiftekar, they were all tzaddikim. So Yaakov is saying that I made a family, I protected the 613 mitzvahs. I have a family that's complete, a family that can develop into a nation a family that can stand at Harsinai and receive the Torah. This is what he was telling Asaph. You cannot harm me, right? Because I have, because I, I, because I have, I am insulated by my family. My family is, 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 a, is, a, is a unit, a whole entity that is already the, the future of a nation that's going to receive the 613 mitzvahs and therefore you cannot harm me at all. This is the, what Yaakov was telling Esau. He wasn't telling him that he kept the 613 mitzvahs. And this comes, this answers our second question. What was our second question? Our second question was, is that, Lavan, that Yaakov was telling Lavan, Yaakov was telling Lavan that what? I kept the 613, Yaakov was telling Esau that when he was in Lovin's house, I kept the 613 mitzvahs. 
And when I was in Loman's house, I did not learn from his evil actions. So we said that there are two explanations to that. One is, I did not learn from his evil actions means he was praising himself. I was not influenced by Lovin's evil. Second explanation we said was, is that he was criticizing himself. Is that I did not learn the passion that Lovin showed, the commitment, the sacrifice that Lovin showed for his stuff, for his things to also approach my service of Hashem with the same passion, with the same commitment. So our question was, in either one of those two explanations, what does that have to do with the fact that I kept the 613 mitzvahs and now we're saying that I ensured that the 613 mitzvahs would be fulfilled by my progeny because I built a family, a perfect family that can, that can, have, that can build a nation, they can receive the Torah. What does that have to do with the fact that he was either influenced or not influenced by by Lovin, by Lovin's actions. That is the second question. So according to the first way that we said it, it's an easy explanation. The juxtaposition is perfect. Yaakov is telling Esav, look, you cannot harm me. How would you harm me? In this week's Parsha, we have the Yaakov Davins, right? Yaakov Davins. Yaakov says, to Hashem, he says to him, na. Save me, please. Mi'ad achi, mi'ad esav. Pasukud beis. Hatileni na, mi'ad achi, mi'ad esav. We all know the, 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 the beis halevi. The beis halevi says, what does it mean, save me now from my brother, from esav? Why is he saying from my brother, from, my, from esav? So there's two ways that esav can hurt Yaakov. One is, is that he is esav. Who is esav? Esav, as we said, is an evil person. He's strong. He has a military. He can harm me. He can be a, a brute force. He can, he can abuse me. He can destroy me. But if he's not successful in that, then save me, save me from my brother when he acts with my brother. He's going to love me. He's going to befriend me. And then I will be influenced by his actions. And I want to become more like him. So, so Yaakov was telling Esau, you're not going to get me. Yaakov was telling Esau, you'll try to destroy me? You can't. Because I have a family that's going to, that, that's perfect, that's going to receive the Torah. And the Torah profet, uh, protects from destruction, as the Gemara tells us in Tractate Sota, page 21a. Torah protects from brute force, from, 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 from people hurting us. You can't hurt me with that. You can't hurt me with that. And if you try to befriend me, if you try to befriend me and then influence me, you should know that because I ensured, that because I ensured that because I ensured that I made a perfect family and I made a family that whose progeny is going to become a nation who's going to receive the Torah, that because of that, because, of that what, because I did that, I was not influenced by Lovin's actions, by Lovin trying to befriend me, by Lovin trying to make me part of his household. I was not influenced by that. So if you're going to act like my brother and you're going to try to befriend me just like Lovin did, I will not be influenced by that either. And so that answers our second question according to the first way of the Kovitz Mamarim, and that is, 
What is the juxtaposition between Lavan, between Yaakov saying that I kept the mitzvos and Yaakov saying that I was not influenced by Lavan? This is the juxtaposition. I kept the mitzvos means I ensured that the mitzvos would be kept by building a perfect family. Because I did that, I became insulated from any of Lavan's fr- friendly, friendliness. Try to, to cajole me into being like him. And therefore, he's telling Esav, I didn't learn from him and I'm not going to learn from you. That's the, according to the first way. But the second way, perhaps maybe is a little bit more, maybe requires more explanation. Let's go. What was the second way that he said? Yaakov was criticizing himself when he said, that I did not learn from his evil actions. Did I, that I did not learn from his evil actions. Yaakov was criticizing himself. The passion that he showed the commitment that Lovin showed to doing the things that he did, I was not able to do that. I was not able to do that. So what does that have to do with the fact that he kept the 613 mitzvahs? So here we'll say, here we'll say the following, is that, of course, the foundation of the service of Hashem is the keeping of the 613 mitzvahs. That's for sure true. And, and, and the person has to become steadfast in that. And that is the beginning. That's the root and the foundation of, a, of the service of Hashem. However, there's more to it than that. As the Rambam says in his Sefer HaMitzvos, the Rambam says in his Sefer HaMitzvos, the Rambam says that the way to come to love Hashem, mitzvah number three, the Rambam says in mitzvah number three that the way to come to love Hashem is two ways, to learn His Torah and to see how wise it is, how, how interconnected it is, how it all makes sense, how brilliant it is. But the second way to come to love Hashem is to observe creation, to look at the sun and the moon, to look at the creatures, to look at the, 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 the human being and how he's built the circuitry system and the and the and the and the every or the organs in the body to see God's creation and of course the Ram doesn't say this but of course that includes people to learn from other people to observe what other people are capable of the passion that they can put into something the commitment that they can put into something and to learn from that that when we see that somebody, for example, if they want to become, if they, if they want to become, you know, as we have the Malcolm Gladwell's book, as he says, that if you ever want to become something, you have to put 10,000 hours into it. He shows there that, the, for example, the Beatles and Bill Gates, the Beatles became a band, first they put 10,000 hours. He says it doesn't even matter the talent so much. What matters is how much effort you put in. Bill Gates put 10,000 hours before he became famous. The Beatles put 10,000 hours into music before they became famous. He goes on, he gives a myriad of examples in his book. That he gives a, a million examples in his book about, about how to, to, to learn from. So if, if, if you need to become proficient in learning Torah, perhaps maybe just like these people put 10,000 hours into, what, into, into hockey, into music, into computers, Perhaps maybe a person needs to also, in order to become a Tamil Chacham, they have to become, in order to become a Torah scholar or to become proficient in one of the attributes. For example, Chesed. They have to put 10,000 hours into Chesed. 
to become an expert. Here's an example of learning. So it's not enough to keep the 613 mitzvahs. But it's also a person, in addition to that, has to learn from the world around them. Besides the world around them, looking at the, at the solar system, at the ecosystem, at the, at, the, at, at, at the animal kingdom. Besides that, a person has to look at other people also and see how much effort and sacrifice they put into being successful and say to themselves, am I truly, for example, putting in six hours a day the same way that this guy is practicing his javelin for the Olympics, putting in six hours a day, stretching, weights, throwing the javelin. Am I putting that into the service of Hashem, into the study of Torah, into the mitzvah of chesed? Am I doing that? Am I doing that? This is, this is what Yaakov was saying that I did not learn from, from Lovin was an example for me. And I did not learn from him about this. Why? Because all I did was only keep the 613 mitzvahs. Tariyag mitzvah shamarti, I kept the 613 mitzvahs. But I didn't, in addition to the 613 mitzvahs, learn from his evil actions that the same passion that he put into his evil actions, I did not put into my good actions. <coughs> and why was he telling this to Esau? Because he was telling this to Esau, he was saying to Esau, like we said, according to the Birchus Yitzhak, even though I learned it from you, from you I did learn. I became an Ishtam Yoshev Oilem. I was able to sit in a tent and become a master at learning Torah the same way you were a master at hunting. The same way I was an Ishtam Yoshev Oilem, the same way that you were an Ishtam, you were an Ishtam, the same way that you were a man in the field. But you should know that when I was in Lovin's house, I made a mistake. That when I was in Lovin's house, I did not put the same passion. I did not put the same effort into, into the things that I did. So that would be, that would be the connection. So now we have, we've, answered, we've answered all the questions. Again, let's just review, and with this we'll conclude, unless we have other, other questions. And that is that Rashi says that Yaakov sent love in a message. Tariyag mitzvah shamarti. I kept the 613 mitzvahs. <clears throat> I kept the 613 mitzvahs. And I did not learn from Lavan. Either I was not influenced by his evil or that I did not learn to be as passionate as him. Question number one is Yaakov did not keep the 613 mitzvahs. Question number two is what is that connected to, how is that connected to not learning from Lavan or learning or should have learned from Lavan? So we said that the answer to the first question is, is that Yaakov did not keep the 613 mitzvahs, but he ensured that the 613 mitzvahs would be kept by having a perfect family that would receive the 613 mitzvahs in the future. According to this, he was telling Lavan, either I did not learn from his evil actions because once you keep the 613 mitzvahs, which is the answer to the second question, what's the connection between the 613 mitzvahs, and the telling, telling Esau that, he did not, that Yaakov did not learn from Lavan's evil, evil actions is that he was telling him, I kept the 613 mitzvahs and that ensured that I would not be influenced by bad influences, that the things that Lavan did would, did not rub off on me. Or Yaakov was telling Esau, I kept the 600, only the 613 mitzvahs, but I did not learn from the world around me. I did not learn from the people around me. I did not learn from Lavan to be as passionate as he was, even though I learned from you, Esau, to be as passionate as you were. 
he was criticizing himself. That's what we said this evening. And the lesson that we glean from this is as follows. Is the lesson that we glean from this is as follows, that we said, we said that the world, the world out there is for us to learn from. The world out there is from, for us to, 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 to see how people do things the way that they do how they wake up in the morning early to, 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 to get done what they want to get done, how, they, how, they, how, people, how people put sacrifice and passion into the things that they do. And we should mimic that also. My Rebbe once used to say, you know, when there were suicide bombings and they were blowing up buses in Eretz Israel, they were saying, look, you see, the Arabs are evil people. They're killing innocent civilians. But at the same time, do we, are we willing to sacrifice our lives for the Torah and for Hashem the same way that they're willing to sacrifice their lives for Allah or for whatever they believe in? Perhaps maybe that's why they're successful because they're willing to sacrifice and maybe we are not. So, so it's, 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 it's important to say, to, you know, it's important. And the truth is we can even learn from ourselves. The question is really, is do, do, we, do we put the same effort into learning, the same effort into doing mitzvahs, the same effort into doing chesed, the same way that we do into our jobs or into our hobbies or into the things that we do? Do we put the same effort in the mitzvahs of Hashem that we put into our daily lives? That is the, that is the lesson that, that, that we should open up our eyes, look around us and try to at least put the same effort, the same passion, the same sacrifice for keeping the mitzvahs, for, do, for, for learning Torah that we do in our secular life that other people that we observe put into their, into their lives. That is what I wanted to share with everybody this evening. Any questions, David, before we conclude? No, that was a very interesting topic. I really, I really enjoyed it. Okay, great, fantastic. Yeah. Well, so we'll 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 end here.